Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, y'all are lucky if you're logged into our Twitch and visiting frequently. You're getting two today, two podcasts in one day, because Sneaky is a monster, and this is the Monster Cast from the Monster Mashup Clan. And I'm here with my cousin, uh, Adam. How are you, sir? <laughs> Sorry, you could tell it's my second one. Mayfield. Yeah, Mayfield. I was yeah. going to say Mayfield, but I was like, mm -hmm. I might just say the wrong name real quick, so let's not. Yeah. S. Adam S. Mayfield. Sometimes you just got to go out on a limb, bro. Adam S. Mayfield. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, so you've been on a podcast with me before. Yes, I have. In like 2017. Was it that long ago? It was either 2017 or like early, early 2018. Had to be 2018. But like early... Where like March, go, like man? February or March or some shit. Okay. God. No, wait, was it? Yeah. So much no. has happened since I'm, then, dude. I think it was like, I think it was set 2017, bro. I think it was 2017. So much has happened. I think it was like the end of 2017, I okay. think. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was the end of a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it couldn't have been the end of end 2018. End of an era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was revisiting that pod, and you were a repo man in that during that podcast. I was repo man and a carpenter. I'm guessing you're not repoing anymore. Mm, nope. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm happy to say, I suck at being a repo man. I you, did. You probably. Yeah, it seemed like you were just too nice of a guy to take people's cars from them. You're like, I understand. That was one problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't take. So there seemed to be like. Two ends of the spectrum, okay? There were people who knew damn well they were never going to be able to afford the car, and they got it anyway, okay? Well, shame on them. Those Whatever. people you weren't too, you didn't feel too bad about those. No, ones. and those those people, they were the meanest. They're the ones that put up a fight. People who were hard on their luck, like for example, um, there was this one car that I was just about to pick up on the <laughs> truck and uh, I noticed there were like three kid seats in the back oh, no. and then like this single mother comes out <coughs> in the bathrobe in the middle of the night I'm not taking that car and I'm especially not taking cars from people who are living in their car right that's like they're on their last leg am I really you're not gonna... taking their house I mean you're, not, take... you're, ta you're not taking their car you're taking their house exactly yeah. and yeah. their dignity right and their hope so in that regard, I was a shitty repo man. And I was just an all-around shitty repo man, too, because I was trying to live two lives. Um, you were trying to be a fucking actor, repo yeah, man, carpenter, yeah. repo man. And I was working. And sleep was just not part of the equation. Right. You look way better, by the way, if Thank I have you. to. If I remember, because we talked about how shitty oh, yeah, you dude. looked. From... It aged me, man. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, I wasn't getting any sleep. And so, therefore, I was... Falling asleep on the job. I've got great video footage, by the way, that I should send you. One of the repo companies that I worked for. They, they caught you? No. The, well, yeah. they would have. They have security cameras in the car. <clears throat> and every wreck I ever got into, I saved the footage. Because I would fall asleep. There was this one time. Luckily, no one ever got hurt. They were just like fender benders and shit like that. But like uh, it was like stop and go traffic. Uh, uh, backed up at a stoplight. <clears throat> I was like three blocks from my house, incidentally. 
and the camera the camera shows like cars moving forward Adam moves forward cars move forward Adam moves forward cars moves forward Adam doesn't move cars move forward some more Adam doesn't move car moves forward Adam doesn't move and then boom I'd fallen asleep and my 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 foot went down on the gas pedal yeah should you be admitting this on live? Uh... Oh, yeah, man. It's like, I mean, believe me, it's on record somewhere. Somewhere. And then there was another time where I don't know if I was tired or uh, I'm just, I was just bad at my job, probably a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. And um, so <clears throat> rear wheel drive cars, you have to pick them up from the back. Oh, no. And the thing is, though, you better be damn sure the steering wheel's locked. Oh, Whether no. you do it with, the, there was a trick with the seatbelt, or if you could lock the steering wheel. Well, I could have sworn the steering wheel was locked. It was like a Bronco. But it wasn't. No, and it was, it was, a, it was a street very similar to the one out here. Oh, very, very narrow. And so, do, do you ever see Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah, uh, dude, I, I know it's, I know what you're talking, yeah, no, that's horrible. That is horrible. I mean, I must have hit 10 cars. And my boss at the time, he said, I, I called him because I had to. He yeah. hated me. Oh, he hated me. Said, so, well, you got to do the right thing, and you got to put notes on every one of those cars, and let them know how to contact us. And so I did. Now, granted, it was like three in the morning when this happened, and so he called me about three hours later, <clears throat> and he said, "Have you received word from any of those people?" And it was like a Saturday, so no one's going to be up. And I said, uh, "No, sir, I haven't received any word." He goes, "Well." They had their chance. I want you to go back and take all those notes off of those cars. No, no. <laughs> they had their chance. That's what he said. They had their chance. Yeah. They had, hey, I mean, you did. He must have realized, like, that was a bad move. <laughs> he must have been like. He probably, like, he in like, those three hung, hours. He hung up and he's like, do they really need to know it was us? Like, right. come on. Seriously? Yeah. You know what? All right. If any of them have called, fine. But if not. We're gonna yeah, fix this right exactly now. That's exactly what. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> that had to be it. That yep. had to be it. Yep. Chalk it up to karma. Uh, so um, you got rid. Of, uh, let, let's just catch people up. Were you? You said you were working. I'm guessing between 2017 and now. Oh, let's just say 2017 and 2020. Yeah. You were a working actor, getting gigs, do, do, living well. Everything was good. You weren't. We. You were using this term feast or famine. Mm -hmm. Was the famine at least a little over? Yeah, I'd say it was somewhere in between. Uh, more on the famine side than Still, the feast. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, la last feast I had was probably um, maybe a couple of years before that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right before I got married. I don't know what happened. Oh, don't say that about my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, you know... I think everybody's energy shifts, mm -hmm. and if you're not really clear with what your intention is in the world, things are going to get messy. Yeah, that's for sure. And that was a hard lesson for me and to you learn. And can, you can apply it to anybody doing anything, really. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Uh, so, at the end of that podcast, we were talking about what ended up becoming primal you right mm -hmm. that's right and that's what we're here to chat about today um but before we get into that uh we 
did live through a pandemic and I uh we had oh, a little yeah. we, we, you and I had a little conversation about um you know quote unquote the pandemic being good mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. um I know a lot of creatives and 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 people like hustlers that were like grinding it out who also had a similar like experience yeah. this is nice to like <clears throat> there's no obligations there's no expectations like i literally can't do things so that's cool right exactly um and yeah just share that a little bit yeah I was while talk- i set up this zoom yeah man <clears throat> so i was talking with a buddy of mine during the pandemic and we both agreed that um uh everybody who was having like a problem slowing down in the world a problem with learning how to take their time, not be so productive, um, not be so multitask oriented, and really, really struggling with their own productivity. Whoops. Yeah, bro. I got that. <laughs> I was a party foul. Um, Carry the one. Ow. Yeah, there we go. Why is this not working? I Work. don't know. What are you doing? I'm trying to... Whatever. Okay. So, uh, I was trying to put on the Do Not Disturb on the iPhone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, this little magic black box here. Wasn't... You don't know how to do it. Yeah, I got it. I did. <laughs> Once upon a time, you're like, I yeah, before I before I had to fuck with the settings. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and we both agreed that, um, well, now they know how we feel. <laughs> Just living in the world, basically. It almost felt like, to some degree, um, a lot of the world was slowing down to a rhythm and a cadence that uh, we thrived in, that I, for one, have always struggled with in the real world. Moving at the pace that I do uh, has always felt lacking in some sense. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that regard. Nevertheless, uh, it's something that I've always struggled with. Does that make sense? Yeah, like like you weren't built for this world. Yeah. Uh like like the the hustle and bustle day to day shit that everybody seems to be accustomed to just was mm-hmm. not working for you. Yeah. And you've met my wife. I have. Yes. I'm related to her. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Uh hold give us a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, me or her? No, I'm telling her to give okay. us a second. Hey Kate. I don't think she can hear us. Okay. Can you hear us, Kate? I don't think she can hear us here. Yeah. Uh, get, oh, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Can you hear us now? All right. Give us a second. I'll bring you in in a second. Awesome. Cool. So, um, so yeah. my wife, how, on the other hand, is polar opposite. Multitask, mile a minute, Tasmanian devil gets shit done. And there is no faster way to sink or swim in a relationship with regards to accepting yourself the way you are. Right. Yeah. So. And you feel like my cousin helped you with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she did. 
And so what, like, what was the pandemic experience like for you? So for us, unemployment, stimulus checks, let's just talk about it from a financial perspective first. Unemployment, stimulus checks, um, uh, God, whether, whether you are, you know, ideologically aligned with this or not, cash jobs on the side that uh, nobody had to know about. Um, point being is that for the first time in a long time, because of um, what was in place uh, on a government level, uh, we could breathe. And, and it was nice. It was really nice to be able to go, oh my God, we can actually like afford this thing that we have only talked about in the past. Oh, I can, I can take these classes that I've been wanting to take, albeit online like everything else. Right. But um, we were... We were um, but there was, there was opportunities, there were resources, and you didn't have to worry about like the normal everyday like uh, hustle and bustle of normal everyday like gritty life and able to like like Maslow's shit able to kind of think of like higher higher forms of self-realization. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, at one point <clears throat> Oh god, Ryan. Beautiful. Ryan. That was beautiful. Oh. That was beautiful. So, um, <laughs> uh, we're being yeah. recorded Yeah, here. we're recorded. That's live. The whole world so saw it. I could that. even shout out the people in the chat real quick. Can Let's say, hey, uh, OOX2, Alien Conglomeration, Alien Gathering, another TTV viewer, Boss Sunday, Eldiana, Feet, and Lurks. All those people just heard that beautiful burp. Uh, well... <sighs> Uh, let's segue because uh, the the beauty of the the beauty of, uh, I do want to say one thing real quick. Yes, go for it. Um, so we were living on a farm. Yes. Uh, What? Okay. Yeah. During the, during the, uh, the pandemic, buddy of mine said, Hey man, why don't you quarantine with us on a farm? So we were on a farm. Uh, a buddy of mine who was a life coach, like was, was, was coaching me, uh, like via zoom. So my life was like, wake up at 5am, work my ass off on the farm for about six hours take a shower, take a nap, go to therapy, have dinner with this amazing family, have some me time, meditate, go to sleep, lather, rinse, repeat. And that was our lives for like three months. And it, and it, and it really did, uh, more to your point, uh, uh, afford us the opportunity to just sort of... Um, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dope. Yeah. Uh, and right. I, and we're going to talk about what you've been doing, right? Yes. And we have Kate. I just want to make sure that we we're, we're let's put these hats okay. on now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I? Can you speak, Kate? Please check, check, check. Yes. Check, check, check. You're still coming out of my laptop. Why? All right. And this is why we show we should test things ahead of time. But hey, we're here now. You did test it. I, I did, but you know everything always everything always changes. You know that's true. Yeah, we're on the universe's time, baby. Oh, oh, thanks. I love that text, by the way. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I try. I, yeah. Every once in a while, I uh, I have a good. I do good sometimes. Every once in a while. Yeah. You know, what my first thought was when I got that text. What? I'm off the hook. You're off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really hated that. I hated wasting your time like that. Okay. Uh, well. 
Can you hear us now? Check here. Can you talk for us, Kate? You are still coming out of. Why are you coming out of my laptop? All right, keep 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 chatting. Keep chatting. Keep chatting. I'm gonna figure this out. Okay. All right. Just keep talking, Kate. I need to keep hearing it. We are also on Twitch right now. Love it. I feel like I should hey, probably. There she is. All right. Oh, can you hear me? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Hey. Okay. Hello. How they are you? I can't see you yet, though, so I'm going to bring you in. Okay. So if everybody's listening to the audio right now, we were figuring out some technical stuff. Uh, but we're here. If you're on video, we're about to bring in. You've probably been hearing someone's voice this whole time. have no idea what's going on. So uh, let me just bring in Kate. And that was supposed to work. Why did it I'm laughing with you. Yeah, not at me? Mm-mm. Great, great. Nope. We're going to make this happen. Great, great, great. This is all good. Yeah. Uh, this is how we work out the kinks. Right. For future endeavors. Um, she should be working right now. There she is. Oh, 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 oh. what did you do? Oh. Wait, are you back? Is she back? Hold on. I'm ba am I back? Hold on, hold on. She was. There, there she you is. Are. Hey, yeah, okay. All cool. Right. This is crazy, like the Brady Bunch. Okay, uh, this is let great. me just fix your window real quick because we don't need all this extra here. Yes, and Twitch, you get to see the behind the scenes. Let's see if I can make it a little bit larger. There we go. All right, now it's like you're at the table with us. That's great. Okay. It's exactly like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> for the people on Twitch, for the people on Twitch. Yeah, this is it great. Really does. It really does look like you're at the table with us. All right, Fantastic. so... Um, Everybody, thank you for your patience. Uh, we are live now. Okay, Kate, go ahead and introduce yourself and who you are and what you do. Sure. So, yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Kate Persons. Um, I'm an artist. I'm an educator. I'm part of Primal U. Um, I was born and raised in Montana and kind of just moved back there off and on over the last few years and was just really interested in ways to kind of bring my experience of that sort of rural living um, and sort of wilderness outdoors uh, to, to others in a way that was sort of creative and collaborative. Um, and I just kind of happened to take a class that Adam and Rob were, uh, Rob Mullins were teaching um, a couple years ago, year or two ago now. Uh, and we just sort of hit it off and started talking about how we could, um, yeah, start something on our own uh, with kind of a unique uh, positioning as far as some of these topics go. And Primal U was kind of born out of that. So um, what I'm not doing Primal U, I also, I teach at Pepperdine University in Malibu and Art Center College of Design in Pasadena. Um, I run a VR and AR company um, with my husband, Ben. And uh, yeah, we just, we always have a lot of stuff going on. Um, but yeah, Primal U is uh, definitely one of our, our focuses. So I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm also an artist. So you say artist, my ears perked up and I just mm -hmm. want to know like, what kind of art, like, what do you do? Do you also teach art? Is that, are you in the arts field as a, as a professor as well? Yes, I am. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like most kids, you know, I was always doing art when I was little, mostly just like drawing comic book characters and stuff was really into that. Um, drawing people um, really was into uh, digital art kind of coming up to middle school and high school and um, just kind of kept pursuing that um, over the course of like undergraduate and graduate degrees. Um, so yeah, like digital art, um, VR, AR, um, and also just like, you know, pen to paper analog. 
um, a lot of video, a lot of video art too, kind of found its way into the mix. Um, but yeah, I teach digital art at Pepperdine um, and I work with some of the design students um, in the grad program at Art Center. Um, so, so yeah, it's kind of, uh, I work also with the sustainability department at Pepperdine as well. So trying to get a lot of these like environmental and like eco ideas kind of into the art space as well. So there's a good kind of like fertile ground, no pun intended for like primal youth things there too. So. Why do you laugh at her? No pun intended. It was not supposed to be funny. It was no pun intended. <laughs> not the way I, I heard really, <laughs> I wouldn't even yeah, pick up on it. I should say that because puns anything. are the best. Like, yeah. I live for puns, so I should just say, you know. Yeah, pun intended. Ah, however, if you do not say no pun intended, some people miss the puns. Like, <laughs> like you, you would have missed. They exactly. would have went. Yep, they mostly All do. Right. Well, so, now that we know you. who you are, uh, well, you understand the power of content then. I don't know why I'm lecturing Adam on why, you know, there should be a whole marketing uh, campaign for this and how everybody needs to know about it. What the hell, man? You didn't tell me. We'll get to that. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so we've been throwing around this word primal you. We know Adam. Obviously, if people are just joining us and they haven't heard the, the previous podcast, you're like an outdoor survivalist, uh, mm-hmm. certified. Uh, wilderness first aid. Wilderness first certified, aid. Certified uh, wilderness survival field instructor, among other things. And yeah. and Kate is bringing like art and mindfulness and creativity to that space. I'm guessing is that is that where that partnership? Because there is also a mind and mindfulness component to the outdoor wilderness component, right? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Kate, but uh, she also mentioned uh, sustainability. Uh, Kate is an expert in the field of permaculture. Oh, and okay. that is is one of the elements that she brings to Primal U that is unique in. Uh, what she has to offer and it's fascinating and it's necessary all right so pause because i totally got off track because i was i was like what that's great okay that's so back up primal you what is it people have been hearing us talk about it obviously i'm i was saying there's a survivalist component Mm -hmm. and you clarify there's a sustainability component so now maybe the two of you together can figure out and how to describe what is primal you to me and the listeners out there yeah, I mean, Adam, you had a really good sort of like elevator pitch for it the other day um, about primal use sort of, you know, helping you become like a whole person on nature's terms, right? Correct. Oh, Correct. that's like a tagline, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was very, very good. Thank um, you. Heard it here, that, folks. Heard it first here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that kind of hits the nail on the head. Like we're talking survival, um, you know, preparedness, um, you know, uh, sort of a homesteading, uh, you know, wilderness first aid, permaculture, mindfulness, um, leadership, like there's just a lot of these things that we sort of try to look at from a holistic perspective. Um, that's kind of, I think, at the the heart of what Primal U is. Yes. I'm looking at you. To I saw that. You there. both were, in, incidentally. Yeah. This is your thing. It's a, it's a, design, baby, it's a design for living. In, in, uh, uh, as, as Kate and I both agreed, it's becoming your whole self on nature's terms. Um, we all have these specific disciplines to bring to Primal U. Myself, Kate, our business, our other partner, Rob Mullins, and Virginia, incidentally, who also contributes as well. Um, Rob Mullins, for example, the third business partner that um, you're not, uh, you're unfortunately not going to be able to meet today. Um, okay, we'll his, have our time. So, so uh, his 
perspective that he brings is uh, is in leadership. Um, Rob has been uh, uh, in the uh, executive corporate world for many, many years. Um, you wouldn't know that by talking to him. He's a good old boy from Ohio. And uh, when he's not in a boardroom, he's probably skinning rabbits in his spare time. Okay, weird. Yep. <laughs> not weird. I don't know why I said that was not weird. Not to me. That was my favorite. You know what? It's just because when, when you said it, it just sounded very psycho killery. The, like, the emphasis. <laughs> Like the way you okay. said it was, there's like this, like he's skinning. It's like it made it sound kind of like dressing hairs. How's that? How about uh, now? I just sounds like taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe after. Yeah. So at any rate, uh, yeah, yeah. Rob. So when when Rob and I and Kate started uh, first started discussing this, I I had these um, preconceived ideas of what. Of what leadership is, right? Leadership, uh, uh, I've always associated leadership with uh, 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 corporate management style and so forth. Um, and the more we got to talk and uh, the more I got to know Rob and his perspective on things and what his background is, you know, this this term leadership is, is, is in some sense an umbrella term for um, all kinds of things that just make us better people. Uh, accountability. Responsibility, um, uh, uh, self uh, self integrity, and so forth, and I could really see how that component fit in with with everything that we're trying to do, and how to live a more sustainable life, um, uh, uh, a more joyous life, on uh, while also at the same time. Uh, uh, being an integral part of the natural world, which is which is our main focus within all of those components. And how does permaculture and sustainability fit? I mean, I, I kind of know, but I kind of want to hear it parsed out. Yes. How does that fit in, Kate, to this whole like self? So, so I guess it's almost like a self improvement, right? Like a home, uh, like a li- a better living style, like a lifestyle for mm-hmm. a better living. Yes, and, and a more just like a. a What's the term? Like a like obviously a more eco-friendly lifestyle yes. at some point, right? That's what sustainability is like that's a catchphrase for right. sustainability, right? Eco-friendly, right. Friendly, right? It's like it's like eco self-help. Eco self-help. If you will. Yeah, yes. we, we need a whole section in the in, in the Barnes and Nobles for that, yeah. We, yeah, what's no, Barnes that's really good. Um yeah, I mean, I just think of it in terms of just like self-sufficiency sort of mm-hmm. broadly speaking. So, you know, there's that can mean a lot of different things and like when we talk about permaculture stuff or you know, you can have sort of permaculture at like any scale, which is sort of interesting. Like you can have like, you know, a super small, like even like in one sort of garden pot, you can have like a little permaculture system going versus like something on like multiple acres. And that's what's sort of interesting about it is just like looking at it from that perspective. But really what it's kind of about, like what why a lot of people are sort of drawn to it while I'm while I'm also drawn to it is because it's about like long-term planning too. And I think, you know, I was interested in this just by virtue of the way I grew up, which was rural Montana, cowboys, ranchers, farmers, like, you know, all of that stuff, um, like growing up. But I think pre-COVID, especially during COVID, people have just been taking a closer look at how they're living and like the where they're living, the choices that they're making. And uh, I think they're just really interested in learning a little bit more about like alternatives to our sort of modern lifestyle, I guess. 
Hey, Kate, could you also explain, because this is the thing that really blew me away uh, as far as permaculture is concerned, because I never thought about it this way before. Um, there's also, I suppose, um, an ideological philosophical component of how uh, 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 permaculture is defined through broader systems. Actually, can we yeah. just get a definition of permaculture for like every single layperson who's not in tune with nature at all whatsoever? Who I, has, I can look it up. Who has no idea? I mean, because honestly, I'm like, I think I know what it is, but I should probably, <laughs> I should probably find out. Because if I don't know, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who don't know. I'm like the yeah, I the mean, everyday person in the room right now. Yeah, it's I'm like it's boy. it's like pretty simple, really. I mean, there's probably a lot of definitions out there, really kind of. I guess probably all sorts of flavors, but really it's just about like self-sufficient sort of uh, stable uh, ecosystems that are, um, I think like one of the key sort of takeaways from it is like, you can look at, at like modern, maybe modern's the wrong word, but um, our sort of like, you know, big, big egg and like massive fields of corn and soybean, like you would call that like a monoculture because there's uh, just like one thing. Uh, and a permaculture is sort of looking at it like a whole system that's like sort of almost running on its own, ideally. I mean, obviously you have like inputs and outputs and like you're dealing with a system that you're a part of, but like there's parts of it that like it, they all work together to make it. It's almost whole. like instead of using pesticides, you introduce some kind of insect that does does what the pesticide would do, right? Like like using natural kind of uh, solutions as opposed to chemicals and like... Yeah, and yes. it's really like at all sorts of different scales. I visited um, this like right as LA was starting to shut down. I was uh, down, like driving down to the OC to visit, do this like um, Airbnb online experience where somebody was just letting folks come look at their permaculture backyard. They had like a quarter of an acre or something in their backyard oh, that deep. over time they oh, had just turned deep. into a permaculture sort of haven. And they just had chickens running around, you know, like kind of doing their thing, fruit trees, like plants, like it, it was very wild looking, but it was its own sort of ecosystem because the, you know, the chickens fertilized the ground, which, you know, helped plants and, you know, just all very holistic in that sense. So it reminds me of an episode of uh, Chef's Table. Are y'all familiar on Netflix? Mm -hmm. And they have like that farm to table, and but the farms are not like. There's this one episode specifically where it's like a, a Buddhist monastery, and 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 she's just like this old nun monk who just mm -hmm. cooks for everybody, and her garden is just like this. It, she it's, there's no rose. It's, she doesn't plant stuff. It's just kind of like weeds and wild grass and like the vegetables are kind of everything's all growing together and there's not really like doesn't look like there's any kind of system to it but it is its own system like ecology right and that's like its own yeah. ecosystem right so that's kind of what it's giving me vibes of i don't know if you've seen it maybe go look at it but i have a terrarium in my garage i don't know what that is does that count what's a terrarium is that where you keep tortoises <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm a city guy. I don't have no, I'm just, you know. I was, but, yeah. Okay, one, I don't have a terrarium in my garage. It was meant to be a joke. It was a permaculture joke. You Thank can't you tell much. me these things. Maybe I don't know what the time. hell you're talking about. Sorry, if you made like a, a just, nerd joke, I'd understand. You know? like, if there was a note joke about music or something, I would have got it. But I'm not. You know, at, at one right, point. Kate, put us back on the rails, please, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> We're off the rails right now. Thank you. Uh, permaculture and, and sustainability. And how does that all tie into Primal You? Let's, let's go. Let's get back. Yeah. No. I mean, I think there's, you know, there's a lot of sort of, there's social aspects to permaculture too. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just about like, you know, 
like eco, the sort of natural organic ecosystem. It's also about, you know, um, community and, you know, your own, your own self, like there's different zones of permaculture and it's like, you know, you should also take care of like your inner life in addition to your outer life. And, um, you know, you have these sort of various concerns and inputs and outputs that you also like want in a community as well. And like, you can use yields from your farm to like, you know, gift or barter with people in your community. And like, there's all these sort of, um, you know, sort of ideal situations that come out of this too. Like if you could, like, would you, you know, have your own community out in the middle of nowhere? Could you also just have permaculture like here in the middle of Los Angeles? Yes, you can. Like there's the fact that it works at different scales and works in all, at all these different levels, I think is the thing that's so interesting for most people, for me. And also I think for a lot of people. What, what fascinated me the most was this idea that, um, well, first of all, it, it's just comes from two words, permanent and culture. So this idea of, of, of any part of your life, uh, the goal being uh, sustainability, mm-hmm. right? Something, something that can uh, uh, survive in and of itself, right? And I'd never even thought about permaculture that way before until Kate introduced it as such. And so you knew what permaculture was, but you didn't really think of it as like this revolutionary act. Right, from an, from an agricultural, ecological point of standpoint I not knew, like a social a justice or like so, a, a, exactly. a tool for change right 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 emotional sustainability and so forth yeah absolutely well a lot of people uh a lot of people during the pandemic became plant moms right and they started gardening and like a lot of people started baking and gardening and stuff and then there was there there have been these memes and stuff going around about how like you know community gardens is a revolutionary act and like it's uh there is this idea of like, hey, why don't we put these green spaces where people can come and get food so yeah. that we don't have like, uh, you know, food insecurity and and, <clears throat> and 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 children going hungry, right? Like, so absolutely, um, I definitely understand that. Like in um in an urban setting, but like, what what is the benefit and the experience of like going out into nature and getting away and doing this stuff out there as opposed to focusing on doing it like in your backyard. I would have to say that if if nothing else, it gives you a much deeper appreciation for what we have, where we come from and what we're doing to it. Don't look at me like that. I'm freaked out. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, intense. That stairs intense. You're trying. I understand. You're trying to evoke emotion. I'm passionate. I get it. I get I it. Get You're freaking me out. You're time. freaking me out. You're freaking me out. Um, I love you though. I still love you. I know you do. Yeah. I love you too. Kate. Sorry, I only heard part of that that last part, but um, but yeah, I think you know the community garden aspect is a really interesting thing to bring up because like there's no there really isn't a good reason why there is like the, why there should be uh, like food insecurity in, in LA. Like we, we have such an incredible growing climate and season. There are fruit trees should be more fruit trees everywhere, but there are, you know, there's a lot of the conditions are right to be able to have these um, these gardens like near us, like living with us, like these, these systems can be a part of our everyday life. And I just, I, I think that's a big part of what I want to bring to like, or at least talk about a little bit more with the class that we're doing in, in Big Bear coming up. 
Um, you know, like I think like our classes, our coursework sort of changes depending on like where we're holding it, right? So like if we're holding it in the middle of nowhere in Montana, like we might be going out to the forest and like kind of like looking at the model of what permaculture means there. Because essentially permaculture is also looking at natural systems that exist in nature and how you can replicate that you know, right. in a controlled setting. And, on nature's um, terms, you don't take your own lesson plan and try to impose it on, on so like ho- homogeneously on all these different landscapes. You let the landscape be the teacher of exactly, what's going on, exactly. right? Exactly. And that's yeah, what- yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think, um, yeah, because like you know, I'm down here, I'm down here in Los Feliz right now, and just you know, I've been kind of just looking around trying to figure out like where can I just put like one pot, like one container of like you know three vegetables that like all grow together and kind of do their thing. Like where, how can I make that work? Like we don't have a yard where can that go? Right. And there's ways to make it work. That's kind of like the puzzle piece I'm figuring out right now too. And, you yes. know, I want that for everybody. I want everybody to be able to like, feel like they have control over their, you know, what they're, yeah. what they're deciding to grow or eat or make, you know, a lot of us, like you said, kind of went through that in the pandemic too. Like we had, we were sort of in a unique situation during the pandemic, my husband and I, where we, um, we're living in Boyle Heights and there were five fruit trees on that property. So it was like, I literally, I just canned everything for like two months straight. It's just like everything got canned or fermented or like turned into, you know, um, some sort of yield in that sense. And everybody else, you know, everybody's baking bread and doing all of these things. And I think there's a, if anything good came out of the pandemic, part of it was like, oh, it'd be nice to have some control over our food systems or, you know, when we're looking at, um, you know, uh, any sort of food shortage or especially like there's a baby formula shortage now. And like, you know, people are like looking online to figure out how can I make my own? Like, what do I, where can I buy the materials to like make this? And like, that's a really scary thing to think about that we don't have control over some of our, our food supply in that way. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I could talk about that for a while, too. <laughs> Good. It's such a weird situation that we're in right now. No, and especially, again, uh, I'm totally locked into social media, and there's a meme going around about how, why isn't the uh, baby formula a national emergency, especially when there's all these forced birthers around, like, trying to take, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. if y'all are all pro-life, then why are you not, why is this not an emergency that babies cannot eat? Right. Like, where is the pro-life in that situation, right? But that's a whole nother topic that I don't want to get into right now because it's a whole nother podcast, really. Um, well, I think I think it raises a really good point. Like, n- no matter what end of the political spectrum that you're on, you 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 raise a very good question as to uh, why that isn't more of a national uh, emergency. Right, like, okay, there's babies, or there's a there's a potential that that the <clears throat> youth will not be able to eat. Like that should be headline. Oh yeah, infant malnourishment. Yeah, is kind of a big deal if you ask me. Right. I mean, that's what that's like one of the of a developing country, right? Is like that's one of the little that's we're there. We're getting there. Um, so you mentioned a class in Big Bear, and I think that Mm -hmm. that was a perfect segue into kind of how I wanted to wrap up. Um, we've talked about Primal U and how it is this survivalist training and there is a sustainable permaculture and there's an educational portion, a mindfulness portion. There's all this stuff about becoming a full human being and becoming your full self, right, on nature's terms, right? Correct. One of the things that we didn't get a chance to uh, to, to talk about in more detail was um, the mindfulness component. Well, this is your chance, so just give me a second, please. Oh. 
because I'm trying to say you mentioned the class and they know what it is now. So let's do like a little uh, what is the class? Like mm-hmm. if people were to go and sign up, what are they what are they paying for? Which okay. would be this component that you what you were about to go into. What is the primal you experience like? What can they expect when they go into the wilderness with you? Like, mm-hmm. what are they? What are mm-hmm. they gonna do? What are they gonna go through? What are, What are they gonna? What are they gonna learn? What are they gonna experience? What's gonna be the lessons? Like, how obviously it's gonna be challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Nature is not one to be trifled with on any kind of you know loose. You know, you better be prepared to 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 weather some 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 of the nature that. So what? Oh, we're running out of time. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Kate. Do, are you, do you want to come back in? I could stop this and, and, and start a new meeting. You can jump back in if, you, if you're down. Is that cool? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. All right, cool. And he's just going to give us his Primal U experience, and then we'll have you come in and say what your portion of the Primal U experience is. Dope. Sounds good. Awesome. With all this fancy equipment, and all you got is the free version of Zoom. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? I don't pay for things, man. <laughs> I'm trying to make money here, not lose money, bro. Come on, man. All right, so um, the curriculum of Primal U. Yeah. All right. It's uh, fivefold. Let me see if I did my math right. There's permaculture. There is survival, wilderness survival. There is uh, bushcraft, a.k.a. primitive technology. Uh, there is mindfulness meditation. And where it intersects with uh, modern psychology, namely attachment theory. And there is also breath work, both uh, from a physiological standpoint as well as uh, an emotionally therapeutic standpoint. And that's what Virginia teaches. It's breath work. Yes. So, so she teaches breath work. Breath work is really, uh, really incredible stuff. It's, it's like... It's it's almost it it's almost like a fast track. It's like it's like it's like cognitive therapy on steroids. Breath work is this incredible tool to work through trauma, for example, um, that um, really informs the mind body experience in ways that you weren't aware of it before, and you wouldn't be aware of it otherwise. So there's that component. And one of the things that I found really interesting, Kate, that I'd never thought of before as you were uh, talking about permaculture is how uh, bushcraft, for example. Bushcraft is practiced under the assumption that permaculture is already in place, right? We're not talking about... Uh, uh, We're not doing bushwork at, an, at a, at a cornfield. On an agricultural yeah, yeah, level, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, uh, Bushcraft uh, can only be practiced under the assumption that you are existing in a healthy ecology to begin with. We're talking about hunting, trapping, and foraging. We're not, we're not talking about growing our own crops or uh, raising our own cattle. Yeah, it's not agriculture. It's not, yeah, it's not like domesticated plant life. Exactly. This is like in the wild where things are existing naturally without too much uh, influence from homo sapiens as yeah well. absolutely and i think that raises the question of um <clears throat> you know how does that dichotomy play into the modern world uh frankly with the population the global population being what it is if everybody tomorrow just decided got to go into court, the bush yeah, yeah we'd, we'd we'd have some ecological problems on our hands uh that being said i don't really think that we can feasibly go back per se but what it does do 
is offer people absolutely, man, absolutely. It is, it, is, it is so mental, and it offers people an appreciation for what we do have left. And then Kate comes into the picture, and she tells us what we can do. That's feasible that, that is within feasible our that is current construct right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. That's not everybody go to the bush and start hunting and picking flowers and shit right Yeah, now. <laughs> I don't, th- I, I think we're past that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's also like something like, like deep ecology. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with deep ecology, this kind of idea that like uh, nature is valuable just... In, in the fact that it exists, like, not because it has any kind of commercial value. Yes, and absolutely. And that means, you know, like, this is, like, reasons to be, like, uh, vegan and vegetarian and, like, maybe not to, like, you know, clear, you know, like, uh, when they do rainforest clearing for all kinds. But at the same time, it's like, there are parts of the world that don't have the luxury to not eat animals or clear rainforest. You know, like, they, they, that is how they survive in these places where they have to, like, live in circumstances where people like us who get to chill in academia and be super woke and right. like have all the access to the well, we're gonna eat only raw foods that you know with no palm oil in it, and you know because that's yeah. ba- you know what I mean. It's like okay, like, we have that luxury. Right. Not everybody has that, so there is definitely no, this balance. Most like, of the world is, and not most people are luxury. not gonna be able to go on these primal you you know excursions exactly and but they could still learn the the all the lessons right there's still ways absolutely just absolutely but it'd be it's most effective when you're out there because yeah. you're, you're, you're you get to like the whole experience right? right and speaking of deep ecology that is uh all the more reason to uh oh, this is going to sound like such a hard sell and maybe it is take one of our courses no but seriously though um, you mentioned deep ecology, and uh, despite the fact that I said that um, you know bushcraft on a on a massive scale is no longer feasible, you mentioned how the defi- the very definition of deep ecology is the appreciation of nature, nature having value in and of itself. Right, without a commercial product. Right. Just be- it, not because you can get money from it, but just because it's alive and it does its thing, exactly, it's valuable, right? Exactly, yeah. and if anything, bushcraft, primitive technology, and, and even... Uh, the component of survival to some degree at least provides an example of look here's why nature in and of itself is of value because regardless this is what it takes of whether to live can, out here this is like, what it takes to live out here that and this too. stuff lives out here it survives somehow right in Long places that you can before we were in places here. that you can't live that's it does right. that's learn something from that absolutely right? absolutely all right okay we brought you back you're you're here everybody sees you get back in the convo Hey, uh, he went no, over I his five. This. This is, he went over his five great. pillars. If you just what you missed was he, the the five concepts of what they teach. So, uh, yeah, go for it. You're on. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know actually all of what of what Adam covered. I just made but, it up. Um, you just made yeah, it up. I don't know. Wow. I mean, I think no, was, no. I just know, I just mentioned uh, uh, basically. Uh, I broke it down into to, to catch you up the five components of what the uh, Southern California course is going to consist of. Um, oh, cool. Okay. My, mindfulness meditation, uh, especially where it intersects modern psychology, particularly uh, uh, attachment theory. So there's one. There is permaculture. Um, there is a more holistic, uh, physiological, um, 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 emotional component, which, which would be breath work. Um, there would also uh, be the component of wilderness survival. In other words, so the, the, way, the way I define wilderness survival versus bushcraft, bushcraft is how to live in the woods. 
survival is how not to die in the woods. There's a difference. Yes, there is. Interesting. That's mm-hmm. a good thing to point out. <laughs> yeah. You would think that one is the other one. That they no, both it's not. Are interchangeable. Not and, necessarily. Yeah, no. Well, so those were the five components that I that I brought up essentially. Gotcha. Yeah. No. I mean, and I guess just to throw out a couple specifics out there too. Like one thing that I think I might bring into you know again I mentioned this, but like you know things change based off of it's a seven day or three day or Correct. I don't know one day or you know however it is we're doing things. Um, but I really kind of want to talk a little bit about, um, like, you know, sort sort of the homesteading aspect mm-hmm. of what, of permaculture too, which, you know, sounds like I'm talking about the Oregon trail or something. And that's not really what I mean. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, right, it's right. more of what we talked about before. The wild you know, West like pioneers you, and shit. And that's yeah. What like how can you, um, you know, preserve what you have or make the most of what you have? Like that's, you know, available to you. Like that's really for me anyways, like a big part of it. Um, and then, you know, like Rob's component that that he's bringing to the table is, you know, very specifically like looking at um, like some personality assessments and, um, you know, leadership tools that kind of like look at your 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 personality and like how you work with others. Um, oh, that's true. Probably- Rob's joining us, isn't he? Yeah, he you, is. you mentioned yeah, you totally yeah, yeah. forgot. Her. That's the only that's the only shut up. That's the only reason that I uh, I um, I didn't bring that up is because I forgot. Yeah, we just we just got a text from him. He's going to be with us on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, he's going to be there yeah, on the first great. day, which is really exciting because we weren't sure. You know, again, like I'm a broken record now when I talk about you know the, we have the different modules that we no, can please offer. Um, but yeah, the you know Rob being there means that we can offer this this leadership component that is mm-hmm. like just so wonderful and really unique. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got he's got one um, called Life and Leadership Lessons from a Neanderthal. Like yep. it's one little module that he has, and I think that one is. Tall. I mean, how it's it's like quintessential primal you, right? Yep. You know, like lessons from a Neanderthal. <laughs> so that's a good one. Um, I think everybody should look forward to that. I mean, I want to take the course just to find out. I'm like, what do the homies have to say? <laughs> like, I want to know. That's that's a good one. You know, uh, when you're talking about this, what it made me think of is like. Um, a lot of uh, uh, social justice organizations or even mm-hmm. like, you know, community building organizations, even like a lot of academic organizations will go on these leadership retreats yep. where it's like corporate team building. Right. We're going to figure out our goals and then we're going to figure out like, you know, what what is our are we empaths or are we, you know, like our ENJP, you know, and we're going to like do the, the trust circle fall and the let's do positive affirmations, right? Like I, I've gone on a few of those and I feel like they would have been way more team building if you thought you were going to die on it, you know? Yes. Like, it's like, okay, we really have to come together or we're going to die out here, guys. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, so I just feel like there's, um when you incorporate Rob stuff, like about like personality and like, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody, you know, everybody in, in our current, world as it is right now there is this idea that like you know everybody's equal and everybody could do everything and everybody has the potential and that's like totally true where where we're at now right but i feel like when you go into a different environment Mm -hmm. in the wilderness or you know like you know the hood or 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 another country where you're a stranger like this is not a drill people people. have roles people have roles it's like okay like you're if if everybody has to do their job or else we're gonna die out here Mm -hmm. you know and uh, um and i think like to 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 know and understand that like everybody has a role and that like 
it's not demeaning or you know like to to like own it that hey this is these are my traits this is what i'm good at this is my job based on what i'm capable of and like owning it and like and yeah, not everybody gets to creatures. be the chief. You know, not everybody's going to be the warrior hunter guy. Like, it's, it's okay. Everyone has their Everybody place. has, like... Everyone, everyone has... Their, um, they, what they bring. They, they have their, their talents everyone that they bring. Everyone a, has a, as a component of what they uh, uh, bring to the table. And that's a really good point about um, what, speaking of bringing to the table, what, um, what the, the value of what Rob has to offer to all of this, the, which, which in, in turn is the value of what... Each individual person has in any community, and we are social beings. We were designed to live together. Uh, it wasn't necessarily survival of the fittest that uh, brought us to where we are today, to the, to the quote, top of the food chain. Right, right. It is our ability to collaborate with one another. <clears throat> and communicate and be intelligent and, like, c- create things, right? In, mm-hmm. like, More than anything, or... I would say collaborate. Yeah. You try putting what's 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 the next most uh, intelligent mammal on the planet? Uh, Dolphin. Dolphins. Oh, yeah. You make a good point there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the just, one. The I'm one just, that. No. 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 You're okay. No. No. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I should have been more specific. Whales have the, the one, most complex vocal. No, but you make a really, really good point. Uh, so, so the one that we are most uh, 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 genetically compatible with, another, oh, another, another primate, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You put a bunch of chimpanzees on a flight from here to Tokyo, not a one of them's going to be living by the time that flight lands. Right, right, right. Yeah. How is it that our species, how is it that our species, you know, in spite of ourselves, have, have this ability and this willingness to collaborate. And that is why I think we evolved to the way we did. Not, not, not because of, uh, of, of any competition that we won, if that makes sense. And so one of the components that Rob brings to it is how to, how to coexist in those communities. Right, right. Yeah. And I think it's like super, like, it's a meta metaphor about how, like, everything in an ecosystem has its place and how they all have to live together and getting back to, like, That's true. homesteading and permaculture, like, what what do you have? Like, what, you know, like you might yeah. not have the farm or right. the, the, you know, the, the acre of land, like, what do you have? And make that, you know what I mean? Make yeah, that work and, with what you have. Right, and, and, and what yeah. do your neighbors have? And how do you collaborate, right? And I think, like, all of that stuff you would think that doing stuff in nature doesn't connect to like city life, you know. But all, right. you could take these lessons back, right? And I think oh, absolutely. I think that's the part that's lost on people sometimes. Is like, right. and it, there's a lot of things like that, you know. We talked about, um, you know, psychedelics and breath work mm-hmm. and and and, and going on journeys. And it's like, yeah, it's hard and it's an experience. But if you take what you learned and you come back with it and apply it to like your everyday, right. then it can be transformative and And that's what kate like so brilliantly does and i remember you doing this in the montana course last year no but it's true like this it's true she did she did she did it was was adorable adorbs how to bring what you've learned back into your own community do you want to talk a little more about that yeah i mean you know i there's a lot that could be said about that too but like kind of 
one of the things I alluded to and something that actually um, you just mentioned was, you know, what that means when you, you know, kind of come back to your community and see like how you can give back or help or, you know, collaborate with, you know, your neighbors. Like, um, you know, like I said, you know, we where we were in Boyle Heights was a pretty fantastic situation because we had so much and like a lot of the, a lot of the, our other neighbors also had a lot of fruit trees. We would do a lot of trades, um, you know, here in, in Las Feliz, like we don't, we have a, we have a, a low quad tree that we just, you know, I just did some processing on. So I'll have mm. some shrubs soon that I can trade with people and like maybe trade for some pomegranates that nice. somebody has in the neighboring yard. And, you know, so we, we sort of enrich our own lives with something just even that simple as like, you know, that, that, that sort of like, not even bartering, almost gift economy in a way. Um, I think it's but, called you know, reciprocity. There's all sorts of ways. Recipro yeah, there's all sorts of ways you can like kind of, you know, give back and think about how you can like help people or, you know, like what do you have a lot of that you can share with, with others. Um, so, you know, thinking of it in terms of just like even a community service, I think is really helpful. Um, and yes. something that I think is really useful for people to, to bring back. If we learned anything from the pandemic, though, is people don't give a shit about being of service to other people. You know? <laughs> we have a, we have a lot of work to do. So let's on just that, say, hey, this is how you survive as an individual. If you learn how to like be collaborative, you'll actually thrive as an individual. Hey, well, imagine that. Yeah, that, honestly, that's how we need to sell it because that's how people feel like. What is it going to do for me? Well, actually, if you learn how to help other people, right. you'll help yourself. That's not bad. Primarily, you how to <laughs> stop being an asshole. Stop being a dick. Yes, it's great. That's a new tagline. Does that mean, yeah. Oh, gosh. Do we have to rename it to Primal Us? <laughs> primal We. No. That's right. No. They're, primal it's You. It's too self-centered. Primal yeah. You is actually perfect because you could totally, like, like you could do, do a whole bait and switch. Like, hey, this is a course about how to make you super efficient in your life. And then you come and it's like, work together. What? That's right. That's right. <laughs> right, right, right. right. How to win yeah. friends and influence people. Just kidding. Work Love one another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like, <laughs> yes, I think okay, don't change it to primal us. Keep it as primal you. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We got we, yeah. we need we need You're a hook. There. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. Hook line sinker. Psh, great. Um homesteading definitely does why can we change that term? Why do they call it that? Cuz it definitely does make me think Oregon Trail and Pioneers and Wild Wild West. You can true. probably talk about this more than I can, Kate. I just at at a, at a time it was a much more accurate term to describe what it was. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's essentially the case. Like it, you know, it's borrowing from, um, you know, homesteading from back in like 1800s, early 1900s. So, uh, incidentally, Kate, sorry to interrupt, but could you, uh, could you, uh, uh, share with the class your, your own uh, family's experience with homesteading? I just think it's so incredible. She had a little house on the prairie. Uh, I'm going to let her answer that question. <laughs> sort of. Um, no, it's, uh, yeah. So, um, sort of primal you home base, um, I guess you could call it is, um, my family's, uh, hunting lodge and, and cabin that's kind of off grid in Montana, um, up in the mountains. So, um, it was originally homesteaded by my great grandfather, uh, you know, around the Homestead Act time. So like around 1917. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, 
it's like in the middle of nowhere. It's like incredibly mm-hmm. like hard, you know, it's trek and it's like a journey to get in there. Um, and you know, that's, that's where we go to, uh, host Primal U and we do the Montana, the seven day Montana version. Um, but it has served as like that location served as like a hunting lodge for, um, my family's business since the fifties. So he was homesteaded in like this, like little log cabin back in like 1917, like fast forward to the fifties, they decided to, um, you know, it's right in the middle of like prime, like elk, elk hunting country. So, you know, people would pay to come in and do elk hunting and deer hunting, um so for about six weeks back back when rifle season was six weeks long which is no longer the case now um but when i was growing up so this would have been like 80s 90s um we spent six weeks out of the year essentially living off grid you know at this cabin uh in the winter (laughs) so Mm -hmm. you know we still managed to it was like we had to get up at four in order to like get to the closest spot to catch the bus to like spend another hour to get to school so like we were able still to like get to our school which was also rural small town of like 700 people but you know it was still you know off-grid other than that like we had a generator um but like you know and like a what amounted to sort of like a cb radio for a phone um but other than that it was like you're just up there middle of nowhere you're only seeing like the other hunters that are there in your family that's it (laughs) Kate, you're the so, only person I know under the age of 80 that can truly say, back when I was your age, we had yeah. to walk two miles in the snow just to get to school. <laughs> and we couldn't talk to anybody except on a whole no, CD yeah. radio. That's you right. Know? That's right. Exactly. It's and really you know, impressive. It's like, it, it, was, I, it took me a while to realize that that was not, you know, I mean, in Montana, that's not like totally unexpected to like grow up that way but it's also not totally the norm and especially coming down to southern california it took me a minute to sort of realize that like oh i had a really unique upbringing didn't i oh like people actually people like people find this really interesting oh that's in, that's cool you know yeah, you want to um, talk about can, an airbnb experience that's one that people probably that people pay to go and do that like they've never done it before right like oh my god this is how the this is how the first pilgrims lived and shit, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what they think. I swear, I'm sorry, but... No, no, it's true. Like, they've never even had... Like, you have generations of people that left the ranch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly, Especially Southern California. They couldn't wait to get off the farm. They were dead. Right, right. And their whole mission is to never go back there. Like, that's their... Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. because to them, that is... Except for Kate and Rob. That's like poverty or that is like you know that's like the definition of not making it that's what they associate failure with right right it's like oh Mm -hmm. i gotta go back to the ranch and pick fucking strawberries and shit like that's i'm never going back there you know like i'm gonna make it yeah and then they kind of disconnect from this whole part of themselves and then they wonder why they're depressed all the time (laughs) i love how you brought it back yeah um, but it's yeah. true. I agree. I want to bring really- up something that might be challenging, Kate. Uh, and you know, if, if you don't want to talk about it, I understand. It might be something that needs to be dealt with more. Um, you brought up the Homesteading Act, and um, again, in like the progressive circles that I'm in here in, in, in Southern California, and you know, when we're doing um, when we're doing like these large scale events, and mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about community building and 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 um, equity and and making sure that you know. The, the people who actually live here are benefiting from the things, you know. Uh, Absolutely. It just brought up this whole idea of, like, native land and mm-hmm. that whole, like, the the indigenous struggle. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, 
um, you know, how does... I, I obviously, I'm not trying to have you be account for your ancestors. Like, that's not that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just, how is primal you here in the present day? Not, you know, whatever, obviously, like, we're, we're removed from that. We, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we have to exist in, on our terms where we're at here. How does primal you address that um that idea of like indigenous land and when you go out to these places like these you know and 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 is there are there folks involved and is there any kind of giving back or or some kind of you know um acknowledgement of like you know that that, that we're that, that you know how does probably you address that yeah because i, I feel like idea. there's there's kind of an acknowledgement that we always do again when we're talking in like state uh, federal when we mm-hmm. when I do events like with 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 entities right. of like governments it's always like we acknowledge that we're on native land you know this is uh Absolutely. this is the Tonga where we're at right now mm-hmm. this from here to San Diego is like Correct. Tonga land Tonga you know? Nation, yeah. yeah yeah so we, we we acknowledge that we we try to have you know uh tribal representation mm-hmm. try to have you know when, especially when we're doing art and murals and like beautification like how do we include like that native voice and, and right and i just wondered like is primal you what's what's your position on that how do you are you you know is, is that part of any part of your curriculum is it going to be now that i brought it up you know like essentially yeah yeah, yeah. it's not, it's it's honestly not a, th- uh, a component that i've ever thought about before yeah okay yeah, there's so I mean, it's something I think about a lot because um, also you know, a lot of the circles that I'm in, um, too. And I think there's sort of a two part answer to that. And like one of them is like I've talked to a couple um, artists uh, who, uh, you know, up in Montana in particular, who, you know, are native artists and, mm-hmm. um, you know, also kind of do a lot of like living off the land and like are really interested in this whole component. And they're a really big fan of like what we're doing. And I want to find a way to sort of like, bring them into it a little bit more so because like they have obviously have a lot to teach us there's a lot I want to learn there's a a lot I don't know and you know about that area and you know they're just so well versed in it um then the sort of second part of that is like curriculum wise um permaculture is sort of interesting it's interesting and maybe a little bit problematic depending on who you talk to because it's essentially you know it was sort of codified as this thing called permaculture by these two Australian like white guys uh back you know in the like 80s um but it's and they're very vocal about this and like there is like no hiding this at all but like they everything within permaculture is like based off of indigenous wisdom like all of it and they talk about that yeah. yeah they talk about it all the time and they like give credit where credit's due but it was still codified by these two white guys right. from yeah, Australia. Like, sure. They get so, the credit. Like, they get of, the credit for it. Those are the guys whose names are in the books when people are studying mm-hmm. it. Like right. these are these like the 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 curriculums are built around their mm-hmm. findings and stuff. They were just yeah. the messengers, right? They were the middlemen, but they uh, yeah, but they got all yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think you know, like anybody who's like really looked into it, I think like knows that like oh okay, well like these guys sort of popularized it and codified it and like put it out into the world into like you know. A, something that somebody would buy a book about, I guess, right, right, but right. They, know, made they, they, are, they made it accessible. They made it accessible, right? Yeah, yeah they're true. very absolutely. Yeah, but if you know, like, if you look into it, they are very like open and honest about like where they learn these things, how they learn these things. Like, they're very much about like matriarchal societies and like you know things that from the outset it sort of doesn't look like they'd be the poster children to like <laughs> put out there. Um, but, you know, so for, in a lot of ways, like people sort of sometimes will look at permaculture and just be like, ugh, this just sounds like a lot of white nonsense. 
Um, <laughs> you know, but that's not what, it, you know, there's like, there's more to it than that. Like, it's actually really quite deep. It's pretty much all about indigenous practices and research um, that are like millennia old, you know, and like, that's why it's so fascinating. It's like the people who knew how to like live with the planet and live together with things and like studied these systems, these ecological systems for generations um, are the ones that we're actually learning from. And that might so, be a cool way to like put it, put it in your curriculum, you know, like when you teach it, like, hey, it's permaculture, but it's all basically, you know, like just I, I I'm always aware of like how things look, right? This is a perception, right? You got, you know, you, yeah. you're white, you look white. I don't know if you're white, but you look white, you know, you I'm got white. Two, <laughs> she's pretty white. Yeah. You got white people <laughs> taking other white people into the wilderness and teaching them fucking Native American shit. It's like, okay, guys, can, yep. can we get a little self-awareness you know and, and i'm not calling y'all out this is all love you know and i just I, I i i only bring it up because when you brought up the homestead act it kind of triggered like oh yeah that Dude. ranch probably used to be, like that used to be native fucking hunting totally, ground as man. well you know and i and again not to call out this is not about one of the things that cancel i want to culture do anything is... like that i'm just bringing it up because it's all good. It's, yeah it's i got good, i have to like my my listeners would be like come on Shneeky, you didn't bring that up you didn't bring that up Shneeky. come Dude, on you don't have to cover your your ass <laughs> yeah, here no. i mean i do don't worry about i do it, that's dude. what happens. we're live we're live i gotta Listen. cover i gotta cover my ass we're live <laughs> no so i used to volunteer for uh i don't know why he hadn't called me back maybe i sucked at it I used to volunteer for um, this organization called New Earth. It's, a, it's an organization that I, I, I profoundly respect. It was started by a guy named Harry Grammer, who is still the uh, uh, founder, CEO. And um, uh, my part in all that was I would take um, uh, uh, inner city at-risk youth, mostly people, uh, young people who uh, uh, had already done time, uh, whether it was in juvie, juvie or, uh, or, or even some, uh, uh federal time. Yeah. Uh, depending on their age. And, um, I would take them out into the woods and, um, I would teach them basic, basic survival and some bushcraft and things like that. Um, one of the things that does bother me is that, uh, for example, um, some of some of the best psychologists, clinical psychologists in the world, who would be considered the best, are also the ones who cannot. Uh, basically, the people who need it the most cannot afford it. This is one of the problems I had with um, my old meditation teacher. Um, he would part of his curriculum was letting everybody know that. Um, people who are in, in underserved communities are the people who have the most um, attachment disorders, for example. And yet, this white guy was charging upwards of $1,500 per course. Some shit no one would ever be in those communities. Would Absolutely. Ever be able to and I found yeah. it highly hypocritical. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought this up because I would love to bring this into communities that would benefit the most from it absolutely yeah and i mean and i know um I'm, I'm sure kate knows like there's there's grants you know there's money for this stuff that yes. will cover like because co at the end of the day like this is america capitalism there's a cost to everything you can't just do that shit for free unfortunately <sighs> um but there there are ways there are ways there there are programs out there where they'll give money for you to to, to bring this shit to yep. to the underserved communities 
Yep. And uh, one of the models that I wanted to use for uh, 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 the way home before I figured out that I can't do this shit alone um, was uh, basically um, uh, charge rich white people a lot of money so that I could then give sponsor, it to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah less fortunate communities. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's beautiful. That'd be the way. And again, if you can bring in, like, okay, with some of these indigenous voices, you know, to be part of it and to, you know, obviously I know a lot of their wisdom and a lot of their practices are private and they don't share that of with course. outside folks. But I know they're yeah. like, I know there is stuff that they would be happy to let y'all know, like, yo, don't do this. <laughs> like, you know, like, stop fucking yep. up, please. And thank you. You know, like, I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah. In, in line with uh, uh, organizations like the Pachimama Alliance and Ecuador, uh, I ran into that while I was in Guatemala recently. Um, I was I was looking for uh, community elders. Or to uh, are you kidding me? It's been how yeah, long have we been going here? Uh, Ninety minutes. Oh uh, yeah. I okay. Mean, there are forty five sessions. All right. Yet. Well, we're okay. almost at we're we're at we're at an hour thirteen as far as what we've been streaming. Live. All right. I'll save that story for another time. All right, uh, Kate. Before we lose you again, um, is there anything you want to say? And I, I know I just kind of like maybe threw you and your family under the bus. Was not my intention. So I'm going to give you the last word right now. So Oh, no, no, you're, t- yeah. you're totally, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, no, I just, you know, hopefully the uh, people that are listening to this are, you know, interested in finding out a little bit more about what we're, what we're doing and the different offerings that we have. Um, might be, I don't know, Adam, maybe you already talked a little bit about some of the work that Virginia is offering as well. Yes. Um, some of the breath work and all of that too, which I think will be of interest to a lot of folks. But I mean. I can put the you know the shameless plug for like primal u dot live is the website you can find oh, out more. Oh hell yeah, um, you will. And, and all you know, the this will be up on YouTube uh, in like two to three weeks. Fantastic. And we'll put all whatever links you want in there. I'll I'll text y'all and you can send me whatever links so they'll be all in the description of the YouTube video and as well as the audio portion. It'll be all links all in there to whatever you all want. So if you're listening right now and you want to find out more, um, where can they find you now? If anybody's like listening right now, they don't want to wait two or three weeks. Uh, it was Primal, one more time, the website was? Yeah, primal-u.live. Um, and yeah, if you want to find us on like Twitter, um, actually, I'm going to just double check this real quick yeah. that I don't send you down the primal dash the letter U. Yeah, not Y O U, the letter U. Primal dash the letter U dot live. L I V E. It's a play on words. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got yeah. it. Primal yeah. University. Yeah. Yeah. You, I got it. I'm a rapper, bro. Okay. I'm a rapper. I, I, know, I know what you're doing. I, know what you're doing. Yes. I rap. Yeah. Go um, ahead. Sorry, Kate. Yeah. Oh, no, it's all good. And then um, Twitter is primal underscore the letter U. Uh, and then Instagram is primal university. Well, if I would have known you had a Twitter, what is it again? Primal? Uh, primal underscore U. Um, I mean, you know, we haven't been super active on Twitter. Um, no, but, but uh, it's there. Uh, workshops in leadership, survival, and creativity and mindfulness. Uh, your your Twitter is linked here, but your Twitter is not great, Adam. You have a website up there. My Twitter yeah. or Primal U? No, you you're listed on this Primal U Twitter. Oh no, and I haven't I haven't been on that. So yeah, anyway, is this you? This I is you know. right here. Is this you right here? Oh yeah, this that, is you? that yeah yeah right. that's 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 good that, to know let's come on we're gonna lose kate soon let's get no back no to no kate. no back no, no. Uh, okay so well i'm on twitter actively so i will tweet all of this stuff okay because i actually tweeted that i was going live but i didn't tag you because i didn't know you had a twitter but i will re um, i will repost the replay and i will tag your twitter so 
maybe primal you can get some new I'm more of an Instagram man these days. Yeah, yeah, I tagged you on Instagram though, so you can Boom. share it there. Is there a primal you Instagram? Yes, Kate. there is. There is. Yeah, it's Primal University, all one word. We're a little bit more active there. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, oh, yeah, you either way. Primal University. That way when I uh when I post this and I tag the clips or whatever, I yeah. can tag all the stuff. And Thank also you. go into the description and all that. Awesome. Um, all right. Any last words, Kate, before I lose you? Just thanks so much for the, yeah, for your time. Thanks to, uh, the listeners that are out there listening and hopefully future listeners who listen to this in the future. Yeah. Um, happy to be, yeah. Happy to be on here and talk about this a little bit more. Yeah. And I hope, uh, next time you can be here in person and, uh, we'll, we'll be more prepared because I'm pretty sure it was obvious that we were like, Hey, we'll just, just do this thing, you know? So, uh. And I hope that maybe there's a Primal U podcast coming maybe in the future. That would be really dope. It is It is in the talks and yeah, yeah, it is yeah. in the works. And I hope, yes, I, I, hope I can help facilitate that because I would love it. I would love to because I would think too. this stuff is important. And uh, it really jives with what I do. And I yeah. hopefully I can tell you more, Kate. Uh, I don't know if Adam's probably filled you in, but like I have a lot of ideas about mental health and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, uh stigmas and how people live lives memory loss yeah that too yeah i smoke a lot of weed um but yeah no also uh uh, progressive ideals you know leftist ideals of about that and i feel like uh environmentalism and global warming and saving the environment is like a huge issue that not enough people talk about and i feel like there's definitely like some interaction here that's happening that we could tease that out so uh i'm excited about the future hope i get to make it to a course soon um it's not because i can't afford it it's because i'm busy uh but you know what i if i if i want to do it i should make time to do it and i will i will you will you have my word i will make time to do it i'll stay on your ass i'll show up hungover and blast out of my mind but i'll be there and i will you're gonna make sure i stay alive right i'm not gonna die on your watch no you're not gonna die i'm not gonna die i will show up i'm gonna make you wish you hadn't shown up but just because you're my cousin (laughs) jerk no No, all right well thank you for your time um i appreciate y'all coming over here and sharing you know what you're doing with me thank you brother i know i know i know it's a by our platform but uh you know, it wouldn't be shit without the content, and Thank y'all you. are helping with that right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, and this is just great shit. Dude, we're grateful this to be here. Yeah, I can't no. thank you enough. And honestly, I think, and like, I... a lot of people that uh, listen to us and people that live here in the neighborhood um, and a lot of artists and creatives, I'm sure, would benefit from a weekend in the woods where they get to just, like, you know, kind of come to terms with their own shit and unplug Everybody and get away from their phone. Yeah. like. So, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will benefit from this conversation. So thank you all. I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Um, And if you're listening here, you can find us every Monday. Uh, We're on Twitch, uh, Monster Monday. Uh, You can follow me at Official Sneaky on Instagram, at Adam S. Mayfield on Instagram, uh, Primal University, spelled normally on Instagram. And uh, until next time, I will see you all later. Kay, don't go anywhere. Hang out for the last couple minutes after we get offline. We'll just chat if we can until we do you. Uh, but for everybody live, we will see you all later. Goodbye. Double it, double it up. What is he doing? Doubling up. What is we doing? Doubling up. What is he doing? Doubling up. What is we doing? Double it up.